This is Sean Hardy, CEO of NCW Pro Wrestling. You're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Wintering, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you out this mountain called wrestling. That's right. And by now, with this being like, you know, our episode like 200 plus, right? You all just be saying it with me right now. Just say, I am your Sherpa. Just like your tribal chief, you should acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And who's entering the ring today? Why, he is the CEO of 1CW. The man, the myth, the legend, Sean Hardy. Thanks for having me on, Clifford. Looking forward to it. Bet. This is awesome, man. I'm super excited to have you on the show. Me as well. <laughs> so we've had, we've had you know, Carlson on. You know, we had his episode where we were having him on to talk about it. And then I thought it would be kind of a cool idea to have you on as well because, obviously, you know, being kind of like the brains at 1CW and just kind of like helping facilitate things. And you and I kind of have like this cool little kinship that we've been like able to sit back and talk and stuff. Uh I just only thought it was appropriate to have you come on the show and be able to talk about 1CW. Well, I appreciate the platform. And uh, again, I, I, I enjoy our friendship um, and looking forward to many, many more memories that we make together, my man. Hell yeah. So let's just dive in because, you know, for some people who don't know, who is Sean Hardy and who is 1CW? All right. Well, 1CW actually formed out of my first company that I was involved with, which was, uh, we started back in 2003 uh, with Steve Grossman, another friend of mine, Jeff Pappas, which was Delaware Championship Wrestling. Um, and then those gentlemen got out. I ran that all the way till 2006, had some back surgeries, took a couple years off. And honestly, I really wasn't going to come back. Uh, a friend had asked me to do a fundraiser to try to help out uh, one of their family members in need. Um, so when I came back, I wanted to, and being as I was by myself, I want to do something different. So I kind of came back as 1CW, first state championship wrestling. Delaware is the first state. Um, that way I could still keep to my roots of DCW, but yet uh, kind of paved my own path. Um, and I did that from 2009 until 2018 um, by myself um, as a sole promoter. Uh, every event we were donating back to a cause, whether it was a sick kid, a team, a little league team that needed some uniforms, a fire company maybe needed some equipment, a family that was burned out in a fire. Uh, we've done all cancer, uh, cancer uh, fundraisers, all kinds of things. But, and then in 2018, I got to meet uh, a great, great guy in Sean Carlson and brought him on as my partner, probably one of the best decisions I made. And uh, 1CW is uh, really just, you know, continued to take off since. And uh, we like to think of ourselves as the land of opportunity. Um, we open up a lot of doors and uh, we like to uh, bring in a lot of new talent and see what everybody's got and give them that platform. Yeah, it was definitely something I, I definitely appreciated once I started kind of getting in and kind of understanding like their workings and everything and seeing that you guys were helping with like autism and mental health and with women and with, you know, appreciating like black history and like just seeing the growth of what 1CW brings and like the, the charities you guys donate back to. I was like, yo, this is definitely the spot that I want to be a part of because not only you guys uh, like putting on these big shows, but you guys are also donating to big causes. And I was like, man, this is. This is something that I want to just wrap my name around, just kind of hold on to and just kind of like, you know, ride the train as long as it's going to allow me to ride it. 
Yeah, and we're honored to have you with us. And and I and I, I can only say that I'm humbled to be in the position that WCW has allowed me to be able to do this and be able to help our community and some people that are in need. And uh, I think that's kind of like a little bit of the success behind some CW beside the hustle and the hard work and our great talent, um, because let's face it, it comes down to you guys, the talent um, is our community involvement. And uh, that's a big thing. And that, that means a lot to me. Um, it means a lot to our workers and, and talent, you know, the, they come to the shows and the people know who they are. You know, because they're used to seeing them around town. They're used to seeing them as regulars in one CW. So it's a it's a family atmosphere. And we're glad to have you as part of the family, bro. Nah, nah, I appreciate that. But so I know like my way I got in right was there was a post. It was about being a part of the Rumble. Uh, Prince Machiavelli actually tagged me in that post. And I was like, y'all want in. And, you know, you guys really do like open up a lot of opportunities and a lot of like, you know, you can bring in like a lot of people like whether it's for Rumbles or for uh battle royales or even if you're just trying to put on like a little simple tournament but it's just curious like outside looking in trying to get into this into one cw what's the best way for someone to get a hold of you guys like to get to like put the resume out or even to be like hey like check me out this is what i'm trying to get accomplished and how do they get in touch to to be able to start with one cw yeah, well, um, we have our Facebook page that gets probably uh, 10 to 15 requests a day. Uh, my personal page and Sean's personal page as well gets quite a few. Um, and again, we just, you know, real simple. We respond to everybody very promptly and very professionally. Um, but my one of the things that we ask for is, you know, obviously a little bio about you. You know, who was your trainer? Where were you trained? Uh, the federations that you've worked with? Uh, any seminars that maybe you've been involved in, things like that. And then a link of your work, a current link of your work, so we can kind of see your character, uh, see how the crowd kind of reacts to you. We don't always take the crowd reaction in a, in a tape uh, for granted because our crowd's a little bit different and everything. everybody's a little bit different. But we do look at the character and the individual um, and the professionalism because uh, one of the things we kind of pride ourselves in, and again, goes back to the family thing, is respect and professionalism. We try to treat each other very, very well. Um, we try to treat everybody very equally in uh, all the times on the matches, uh, as in the opportunities and the, the King of the Royals and things like that. You know, it was something that no one else was doing. And it was just one of those opportunities for us to get a chance to see, you know, new up-and-coming talent or maybe some talent that wanted to shot to break in one CW and we can see their character, see them break the curtain, see how the crowd reacts, see how they interact with our locker room. Uh, are they a true fit for what we're looking for? And then, you know, we meet great people like you, bro. And then, you know, some are really, really good fits and some aren't. Um, no disrespect to anybody in any way, shape or form. Um, but, you know, to try to keep things going, you know, and, and keep those avenues out there. Because let's face it, everybody's aspiring and trying to get these jobs. So, um, you know, just like a TV show or anything else, you know, there's always competition and competition is good. And I think by bringing in the fresh faces, the fresh talent and allowing the fans to see what what's out there and what the best, you know, talent is, um, you know, that's kind of what we provide. And, and we're humbled to have that opportunity to do it. Yeah, I so I'm having difficulties with my camera. Just give me a sec. But one thing I definitely do like about you know one CW is that the one you kind of said it best, right? It's like everybody's like this big family. Everybody comes in. They all have these positive energies. They all have positive uh, outlook. And then like everybody treats each other like they haven't seen each other in a long time. And I think that's important, and especially like in a locker room like this, right? Like 
there's a lot of faces, there's a lot of people, and you want all these guys that are going to get together and be collaborative in like both their characters as well as like just who they are personally. And it's that's one thing I definitely appreciate about the big locker room and just being able to talk with people is just like I get to pick brains with everybody, whether it's a uh, big Cass or like Enzo or Moses, right? Or you could even talk with, uh, you know, you get to talk with Bad Bad Banks, right? And you get these cool conversations, these cool little tidbits of cool information. And if you're not utilizing that, then you're kind of missing out on the bigger picture. Like just everybody there is there to like help each other grow and understand. I love that aspect of like being a part of a locker room like that. I, I agree. I believe, you know, if people aren't using that for the networking that's out there um, for the friendships and, and the doors that may open, then they're missing they're missing the boat. Uh, you nailed it with some of the talent that you talked about. I, I pick people's brains all the time. I learn all the time. Um, one of the things that we're very, very happy and proud about is um, how our locker room has accepted the partnership with CCW Capital Championship Wrestling as we celebrate their one year anniversary. Also uh, coming up August 6th. But that, that, that kind of celebrates our one-year partnership. And, uh, you know, that to me um, is big compliments to our locker room now as one, but to my guys who and gals who were there originally who accepted all these people as newcomers into our house and into our family and made them feel at home. So um, I think it's great um, that we have that working relationship. I think it's great that the networking is out there, like you said, with the Enzo's, the cast. Then on the other hand, you got the Camille's that come in. The NWA Women's Champion was in the locker room, um, and I and I said it to multiple people. You know the talent that has come in and out through the females and the males. Um, again, if people are not sitting there and picking the brains of each other and using the networking on trying to, hey man, let's you know get together and see what we can do on getting each other more jobs and more you know bookings and things like that, which I do all the time. Um, you can ask any of the guys that work for me. Um, if anybody's ever looking to get bookings other places, um, between Sean and myself, we know a lot of other promoters and we do a lot of messaging and we do a lot of recommendations trying to get people bookings to try to help build their schedules. So I think our talent appreciates that. So it goes back to, again, you know, that networking goes both ways, not just you guys, but we try to help you guys as well. Yeah, it's definitely fun, especially, well, I get to do all through my bookings. and I, I mean, I go out there and get all my bookings and stuff like that, but as far as networking goes, like, this is where this is where it all comes down to. Like, I get to talk to everybody, bring them on this podcast, talk to them, and get, get more kind of like a one-on-one. Like, talking in a locker room is cool and everything, and you get to spread out that knowledge amongst. But sometimes, you know, you just want to be able to be like, yo, let me spend some one-on-one time and get that, get that cool conversation that normally I wouldn't be getting outside of it. And I think uh, – being in places like 1CW just gives you that opportunity to just be like, hey, man, let me talk more to you, like, on on the side and just be able to see what I can do. And then, you know, you get the furthest things out like this, like my, you know, like the Three Count Podcast. I I find it I find it interesting, too, because, like, the one thing that – and it's – I don't want it to sound like I'm trying to put on uh, – like, put down other or, uh, companies because that's not what I'm trying to get at. But one thing I definitely do appreciate is when I go to you guys and I see, like, their, the card has already been laid out. But everybody, it's not a, it's never a, uh, you guys get like 12 to 15 minutes. You guys get 15 minutes. You guys get five. No, you guys are pretty much just like, Ayo, like everybody here is getting like eight, 10 minutes. Don't go over the time. You can go under, don't try to go under too much, but don't go over. And I, I love the aspect of like, Ayo, we, we trying to be a strickler on time. Cause we understand like there's sometimes there's 13 matches on the card and you know, you could really drain a crowd out, but it's like, hey, this is what we want to do. This is what we're going to see. A lot of personalities. Everybody's trying to be the best match on the card. But do not go over that 10-minute mark or that 12-minute that mark, whatever the time just happens to be. Like, don't do it. And I love 
the fact that you guys you guys make it a point and you guys harp on it and then you know say like it happens once or twice like hey like we're gonna have to have a conversation about it and then from there if it doesn't if it keeps going on like you just not you know it's not welcome back <laughs> and, and and you nailed it because it's funny because uh it's usually a show or two that someone will walk up to me and say hey where's such and such at and i'll just turn and look at them and give them that look and they'll be like oh okay i don't even have to say anything it's um one of those you know, we do make it clear. We try to be fair to everybody across the board. Like you said, um, if people do take advantage of it, you know, we'll, we'll give them a verbal the first time. Um, this, after that, the second time, if you do it again, now you're just being disrespectful to everybody else. And we just we give you some time off to think about that and for us to think about whether we want to welcome you back in. And, and that's not, you know, trying to be snooty or a hierarchy or anything like that. It's to me, it's about being respectful to the guys that helped me set up the ring, to the guys who helped me do the referees, the commentators, the cameramans. Everybody to me, you know, is, is super important. And, and I treat them all with respect. And, and listen, if anybody's been to a 1CW show, I'm there at 12 noon helping set up the ring, putting putting names on the chairs and getting things organized. And there's nothing I won't do to help anybody. Um, so when people do that, like you say, we do take it as a little disrespectful. So, yeah, with our streaming and our TV and things like that, we are a stickler to our times, but we're also very fair to every talent that comes in the door on the time. So, yes, um, that's one of the things we are honestly proud of. And it's one of those things, too, where it's like, uh, you know, and it's something that I'm still learning like in the in the business as I'm moving along, like pacing and stuff like that. But it's it's something like I, I've heard it numerous times from, like, other promoters and other places, too, where they're like, if you can't tell a story between – five to six minutes then you're you're just you're not you're not learning enough you're, you're just you're just trying to act like you're better than everybody but when you get that eight to ten like man like that's like the sweet spot for like any kind of match anyway I, at least i like i like to think so especially from yeah. the conditioning side of things so it's 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 very crazy to see people who are just like ah you know what like i'm just gonna do this i'm gonna do it now I'll go 12 minutes in a match i'm right. supposed to go 10 i'm just like yeah you probably should really think about that and, and again you know you, you've been there and you've been in house and um, any of our fans will tell you, um, we're not firm believers of squash matches. We don't put, you know, three minute matches together and try to squash anybody's character. We're not into that. It's equal time, equal shine. If you want to get out there and spend four minutes on the microphone, then you just took away four minutes of your ring time. Uh, th that's your trade off. But at the same time, you know, again, we're giving everybody that platform. We're trying to put it out there and, uh, we want to make sure that everybody uses this platform. You know, hey, I, I say it all the time. I don't care if I'm your first step, second step to get whatever it is you want to be or your last step. It doesn't matter. As long as you're taking a step and I'm taking a step with you, I'm proud to do that. So, uh, again, you know, it comes down to respecting everybody. And, and I think Sean and Sean work really hard at that at 1CW. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of truth, like a lot to be said. Like you guys definitely – whether it's like I, I see and I see you like always talking about how you're posting and you're, you know, flying uh, flyers all over like the town and stuff like that. Getting everybody hyped to come up to the show and stuff. And it shows because I mean, like, I think on average, I think I see between like 200 to like 300 people like every show showing up and just enjoying themselves. Like because you can see some people you can see like where sometimes there might be like that thing where it's like, ah, I 
I'm here, but like this kind of but no, like you the crowd is active from like the very first match to the very last match. Like they're truly involved into like the whole situation, which is awesome because then you get matches kind of like how you met you with Camille, and then you get Ali Catch, right? Which uh I had mentioned it on our debate show numerous times. I was like, yo, if you guys didn't get a chance to see this match, you guys missed like one of the coolest scenes like of all time. Like you're watching the NWA champion versus one of the top indie stars just in the ring, and then you know, aside from that, you know, you have Miles going with Bro Keller, and then Miles, you know, by the time that this airs, Miles Millennium will have wrestled JTG, and then you get to see like stars like Andino take a rise, and you see Eddie Vasquez, and you see all these these cool talents. It's like if you're not watching the show, you're missing like some of the great people who are attached to it. Yeah, and that's that opportunity. That's the door of opportunity. Miles will tell you his own little story was the same way. You know, he came in. Uh, in, in one of those spots like you were talking about earlier. And uh, now he's our current 1CW Pro Wrestling Champion. I couldn't be prouder of the young man and the work he's put in, um, his dedication and things like that. But it just goes to prove your point. You know, Andino as well, Eddie Velasquez as well. You know, all these guys came in, took that open door policy, took that opportunity and ran with it. And uh, I see that in your future as well. I've seen that door kicked open. I see you knocking. I see you calling out a few people, and I and I think you got a few things going on yourself. So, uh, big things, bright things happening in Wincy Pro Wrestling, and, and I'm again, man, excited to be with it, man. Definitely. So, moving kind of over and, and, and talk about things like so. People don't really talk about this a lot, and I love talking about it on this show. Uh, you get a show, it goes on, right? Things go off just as normal, or even if there might be a few hiccups here and there. But more importantly, show gets torn down. And obviously, you got to have that post-match meal or post-match snack. So do you have that post-match meal, post-match snack that you would uh, go to? Well, it's funny you say that. We, we kind of have a tradition where we have like um, what we call a little after party um, where some of us meet back at the hotel, some of the people that travel. Um, I'll also get a room there. Even though I live local, I will rent a room there. And we all get together and kind of hang out and um, have a few adult beverages, sing a little karaoke, um, do some fun stuff, kind of unwind and really um, not talk a lot of wrestling. Um, we kind of are more on friendship level when it goes back to that family thing. And we enjoy that weekend that we're getting once a month together. Um, so it's a really, really cool thing. Um, but now on Sunday morning, um, there's a local restaurant that is also one of our sponsors that we all kind of gather at for Sunday breakfast after church and all that kind of stuff, or some of them are rolling over from their hangover. Um, and we usually get about 20 of us uh, between workers and family and, and fans that will come and have a little breakfast that Sunday following the show and do a little fellowship and stuff like that. Um, so we celebrate birthdays at that time and, and things like that. Uh, and again, it just pulls that togetherness and that family feeling to it. And it's one of the things that I really look forward to every month um, is getting to see these guys come in with their with their families and spend time with them. No, that's awesome, though. And that's kind of cool that you guys do all that kind of stuff. Uh, so you said you started in 2003. It's 2022, I'm sure. And the 19 years that you've been doing this. Uh, you've probably had a couple of these. So what's one of the hardest lessons that you've had to learn as a promoter uh, throughout your career? Uh, The word no. Sometimes you have to say no. Um, It's really hard 
because you see how hard some of these people work and you do want to give them opportunities. Um, but there's only so many spots on every event. So even though we do have an open door policy and we do, uh, you know, um, offer a lot of opportunities, there is times we have to say no. Um, and then that's a hard lesson because, again, as you become close to some of these guys and, and things like that, um, there's a time where, you know, when you can see they're injured and they're trying to work through an injury and you, you have to be the one to look at them and say, no, man, you know, let's do a run in tonight or let's do this or let's do that. Um, and sometimes that's hard in our vocabulary because we all have big egos. But obviously, as the promoter, um, saying no to people is, is very hard because we, we definitely like to offer everybody that chance. Yeah, and I think that's the one thing like about like a lot of talent, like and, and, and just people in general, like we just we want to prove to people that we can do what maybe physically we just can't do right like it's like um i'm still i'm still a bit of work and like dude you could barely run the ropes right now like i would tell you that you probably should just chill out for the night and just you know do something else right like you but everybody still actively wants to be a part of the show and yeah. i think that's and it's like the danger side of like being in a being a pro wrestler or just even being a worker right it's just that you you know you're hurt but you know, like as long as you can walk, you want to work, and it's it's sometimes it, it's it's tough to be told like, hey, like, relax, yeah. you're fine. <laughs> and, and and especially, and you can relate to this a lot. It's the, it's the adrenaline and the thrill of of the entertainment itself, um, and then it's the other half of you're letting everybody down on the team, and you know, then I have to be that guy to assure you, no, 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 you're doing us much better by doing this run-in or, or doing this or, or doing this promo or doing this because listen, protecting your body this month and bringing you back and, and having you for around for much longer is so much more important than sending you out tonight while you're hurt and it ruins you for life and it ruins us for any other plans that we may have, but it goes back to it ruins you for life. And as a promoter, that's something we don't want to ever have to live with. Um, and we pray that that never happens to anybody. So yeah, sometimes saying, um, when they're injured and like that it's super important and super tough yeah it was something i had to learn to myself was that like uh back in like august of last year uh, i actually had a full mental breakdown um and it was bad and i had to like kind of like pull myself and i was supposed to work i was supposed to show i was supposed to debut for a company and uh, i just i couldn't get it and like uh you know i was told like hey you know you you know and, and my and this was like the worst thing was like in my day we just kind of picked things up and just kept it moving and I'm like well nah. yeah but the the problem becomes if I do that and then that person or a person I'm working or myself like I get injured what good am I yeah. to you then and what good is that Absolutely. person to you if they're injured so it was one of those things where it's like you have to remember too like mentally like you got to check with yourself too because physically yeah you may be good to go or even sometimes physically you may be like halfway good to go, but mentally you got to also check your mental status too and just make sure that physically and mentally you're ready to go. Because if you're not, if you're stacking on either one of those apartments, you could do some serious damage. And it's, it's hard to, it's hard to swallow that pill to be like, you know what? Like, let me, let me just be honest and take it easy today. And we'll figure out what we can do. And and that's, that's the honest truth. And and, uh, let me just say this, man, uh, First of all, proud of you for going through your, what you're going through, and uh, you're never alone, man. I'm always here. If you ever need somebody, you pick up the phone and call me, okay? Appreciate all that. Right? Personal, personal note right there, but proud of you, brother. Um, but, you know, 
um, to get into that a little bit, you know, absolutely. You know, it's a big thing because of the fact of, of like you said, injuries and things like that are so important. So, um, again, you know, making sure that the talent understands that as well, that, that we're all on the same page looking out for each other. And that old uh, back in the day, uh, suck it up, let's go tape it up, shoot it up, whatever it is. Uh, those days are over. You know, it, it, it's uh, I'm a realist um, and I understand and I hurt just like everybody else. Um, I have my ups. I have my downs. Um, so I thoroughly understand that. Um, one of the things that, uh, again, Sean and Sean um, at WCW, we pride ourselves on is making sure we speak to each and every talent before the show. We shake their hands. We say hello. Hey, man, good to see you. Give you that little hug. Um, that's our little chance of, you know, spending a minute with you saying hello, making sure they're all right. And that's our acknowledgement and our respect to you guys. But, you know, that gives us a little one on one time with each person. Um, a lot of times that turns into a five, 10 minute conversation. Sometimes it may be 30 seconds then and then five or 10 later. Um, but we make sure that everybody knows that we're there. So that's important. And, and that was a good point that you brought up. Yeah, it's cool, too, because like I know like we like whenever I show up, like I, I show up and say hello and like shake everybody's hands, which, by the way, that's great advice for people. Uh, we'll talk about that question. You guys already know we put that do and do not. Uh, but it's cool, like walking in and talking to everybody, and then, especially with you, you and Carlson, like just look right there off the jump, like get to shake you guys' hands, talk to you for a quick second, and then it feels like. And I know we only had, we haven't seen each other like in a month, but sometimes it feels like I ain't seen you guys in years. But it never feels like a conversation ever left off. It's almost like we haven't seen each other in years, even though it's been a month. But we just continue the conversation going, like we just like saw each other yesterday, which is actually really about that family that family oriented kind of feel. And I think that's what's, that's what keeps me wanting to come back and wants to keep working with NCW. And I know a bunch of other people who are like, man, I, I just miss the family feeling of like being attached to one CW. So it is, it is, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it is cool being able to sit down and talk with you guys for a quick minute or even like, and I, we've had this happen numerous times where you and I will say hi and we'll talk for a quick minute. We'll walk away. And then, like, later on the show, here we are having, like, another 10-minute conversation about what's yeah. going on and catching up. Absolutely. You know, and uh, everybody always says that, you know, it's like, man, you're a little busy. We caught up later. Yep, we always catch up. We always do. And I always make, I always make a point of that. And if not, I, I always hope that the talent makes a point of that um, because it's important to me as well. Um, and it's funny, um, from a guy who used to do this all by himself for so many years and then to take on partner – and and or partners um sometimes i find myself busier than ever and it's crazy but uh um i think because we're also professional at what we try to do um we still don't want to lose you know track of that respect to our talent because um one thing that we understand um it's you guys that are out there putting it on the line for these fans um and we never, ever lose focus of that. So without you guys, there's really no one CW. Without the fans, there's really no one CW. Um, I don't think what we do is a secret. I just think it's the way we are. And um, we're glad that everybody feels that way and enjoys being here. That that makes us feel good. So appreciate the compliment. Yeah. So going over from talking about, like, hardest things and getting into those kind of deals, like uh, – what kind of advice would you give to someone who's trying to get their foot in the door at one CW? Um, 
the one thing that, that I can stress with everybody and, and the first thing that I asked for, and I think we touched a little bit on it earlier was, you know, I'll ask you for a bio of your training and things like that. And that's a quick question because um, we 99.9% will check to see if you were trained um, for the plain, simple fact of what we were just talking about injuries, safety of our talent, um we don't we don't want to do that to somebody we wouldn't want to put somebody in there that's unprepared to hurt themselves and one of our people um that is trained so the big thing that i try to stress to everybody is you know listen this is an overnight success um again i got in this in 2003 um and i'm still doing it and i'm loving every minute of it um training was a big part of what we did um training is a big part of what we do now uh, my partner trains three times a week um, actively to get his skills better to be in the ring. Um, and what it's like anything else, you know, the more you do it, the better you are. Um, but it comes down to what you put into it, your professionalism, the way you carry yourself. Um, but your training is super important, knowing um, the safety issues of what we do. Um, I think a lot of times people watch it on TV and take for granted, oh, I can do that flip, or I can do this, or I can do that. Yeah, but can you do it safely? Um, and that's the question I always ask everybody. So, you know, looking at people trying to come in, um, you know, hey, guys, you know, make sure you put your time in your training, get your bio together, be proud of who your trainer was, um, and make sure that you're prepared to be safe with everybody, because if you are, then we are the land of opportunity. I love it. I love it. So you've been in the locker room for a long time. You've been around, you've seen some things and I need to know from a promoter's point of view, I need one do and one don't of the locker room. All right. Well, that, that, that's real easy for me. Um, and a lot of times, cause I make it easy. If you don't greet me or shake my hand, I can tell you that I will dwell on that all week. Uh, it'll be something that I, my partner and I will talk about all week long. And I'll be like, can you believe such and such didn't even shake my hand? You know, um, that's a big no-no to me. Um, I was taught that day one in the business that when you walked into any locker room, not only did you shake all the talent's hand, you, so, you, so, you know, seeked out the promoter, everybody. It didn't matter who it was, whether it was the referee, the ring announcer getting the information, whoever it was, you shook their hand. Um, cause we were a brotherhood from that point on. Um, so that's one of my big don'ts. Um, people that don't do that kind of, you know, get under my skin. I think the one thing that people do, um, my big do would be, is just be respectful. Period. It's pretty simple. Uh, so those are like all my heavy hitting questions, but we do got to get into the second best segment of the three count podcast. People try to figure out what the first is. It's right there. It's Red Dogs Power Rankings. You can find it every Sunday on our debate show. But this is the three count podcast, 10 count questions. And Mr. Hardy, this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. Whatever's your answer, that's your answer. Okay. All right. So we're going to put on imaginary timer for added pressure. <laughs> Bing. You know I'm an old words, guy. <laughs> and in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Raw. Favorite movie? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, I don't watch movies long as yard. All right. Okay. Well, side question. Uh, Burt Reynolds or Adam Sandler? 
Oh God, I like the original one. I'm an old guy. <laughs> That's yeah, I don't watch a lot of movies to be honest with you. So sorry to, to blow the timer on this one, but uh I I watch a lot of old footage um of wrestling, to be honest with you. I don't watch a lot of modern stuff or, or a lot of movies, so I apologize for blowing that question. No, it is a hundred percent okay because that is your answer. Uh waffles or pancakes. Oh, I'm a pancake guy. All right. Favorite actor. Favorite actor? Um Tom Hanks. Okay. Uh pineapple on pizza, yes or no? I love all kinds of pizza, so I would have to say yes. <laughs> Uh, favorite cartoon. Favorite cartoon, Popeye. Okay, yes, let's go. All right, listen, I'm still a fan of like Robin Williams playing Popeye. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah, I love that old school stuff, man. <laughs> uh, dogs or cats? I'm a dog lover. Uh, favorite podcast? Oh, that's easy. The Three Count Podcast. It's not like we have this marked everywhere. Like that's just, no. that's just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you didn't even have to bring up me, bro. Nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Uh, well, let's see. You've already had Carlson on there, so uh, um, you've had Bad Bad Banks on here. And trying to think, man, I try to watch all your podcasts. Um, we have a lot honestly, of episodes. <laughs> I know. Honestly, I, I'd like to to see uh, a gentleman out of New York. His name is Keith Zimmer. Um, Keith and Keith has been involved in wrestling for a while. And he does a lot of joint ventures in a lot of different states. And uh, Keith is a, is kind of like me. He's a journeyman, and he does this for the love of wrestling. And I think some of the stories and some of the answers and some of the things he has to say would be a great podcast. Um, he has been in 1CW, and we hope to have him again before the end of the year. Uh, scheduling just hasn't you know been able to match up. But Keith's a great guy. Uh, a great behind the scenes dude that will do anything for any talent or, or any promoter. So I think he'd do a great job and do a, and be a great interview for you. Bet. Definitely. We'll look into that. And then last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this show, favorite curse word. <laughs> uh, well, free is my favorite F word. So with that being said, um, shit. You're right. <laughs> it was. It's funny because like, like that word, the f word, and even say the word bitch. Like, yeah. it's just universal. You can use it for everything, and it's awesome. <laughs> I'm a promoter, so free has to be your favorite f word, right? Isn't that what people say? <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, those are all my questions. I do have to ask. So, last thing I have for you is, Mr. Hardy, let the fans, the listeners, and the viewers know where they can find you. Well, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram, Sean Hardy, one CW pro wrestling. Also my partner, Sean Carlson. We're on all three platforms, all of us. Um, we're also, we have our YouTube channel, one CW pro wrestling. We're on Roku under rope to rope wrestling, 24 hours a day. Um, and we're working on a new agreement. We just signed with title match. So some big stuff coming up. Um, also looking to expand that a little bit more. So, you know, follow us, follow you. Um, thank you for what you guys do because to see is platforms like this that make indie wrestling great. Um, they give people like uh, myself and everybody an opportunity to talk about it and share the stories and, and the memories. So I appreciate the time tonight. Yeah, no doubt. And then uh, you know what that means. So he told you where you could find them. He told you about 1CW. He told you about the Roku. He told you about YouTube. He told you about everything that you need to know. So like everybody's favorite part of a wrestling match, 
We got to take this home because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering. And like I said, I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. But like every great Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering. And you see him right there. It's Sean Hardy, okay, the CEO of 1CW, and you guys know what that means. You guys tune in to the next episode and be there, or you're following us on all of our social media platforms. You're following us on YouTube. You're subscribed to our channel. You're following us on Spotify or whatever podcast is me listen to. You're buying our merch. You see us right there, okay, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count podcast. And then, you know, you're telling your friends about us. And you're leaving comments on all of our stuff because, you know, that's what you guys like to do. But you're either doing that or you're really just waiting for this episode to end. You're waiting for the outro. And then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to Twitter.com, right? Go over there. Find us at the three count underscore pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn on notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. Oh, at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So. Show us some support, please.